It's time for Rhema for Today. Amen. Well, now we read all of these scriptures about him having mercy upon the sick, compassion upon them and heal them. Now, if today in his days of exaltation at the right hand of the Father, if he only has mercy and compassion toward the sinner, then he's only half as merciful as he was when he's here on the earth. I don't believe that, do you? I said, I don't believe that, do you? I tell you, the more I studied the Bible, I've always believed this for a good many years now since I saw it, but the more I studied it, the more I'm convinced that healing belongs to all of us. Amen. I mean, that needs has need of healing. That it's God's will to heal everyone that's sick. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching on God's Healing Mercies series on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Notice in John 16, 7, Jesus said, It is expedient. Expedient means profitable. It is expedient or it's profitable for you that I go away. Now notice this is the same thing he's saying there in John 14, 12, when he said, Verily, verily, I send you, he that believes on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto the Father. See? Because I go unto the Father. It is expedient for you. Expedient means profitable. It is profitable for you. Expedient means it's for your good. It's for your best. It's the best for you. Then I go away. Isn't that what he's saying? All right. Now then, Brother Bosworth went on to say, this could not be true. See, it could not be profitable, but it could not be expedient for you that I go away. If his going away would withdraw or even modify the manifestation of his compassion in healing the sick. Is it not strange that many ministers today exactly reversed Christ's promise that the same and greater work shall be done by teaching that the age of miracles is past? Then Brother Bosworth went on to say, Others do the same by teaching that God wants some of his devout children to remain sick for his glory. Now that kind of teaching is widespread. And many other traditional and unscriptural ideas. Then I'm still quoting now. Brother Bosworth went on to say, Every man who teaches that healing is not for all who need it today, as it was in the past, is virtually teaching that Christ's compassion toward the sick has been at least modified since his exaltation, since he's exalted to sit at the right hand of the Father. Now here's a verse turning back to Isaiah 30:18. Isaiah prophesied of him, Therefore will he be exalted that he may have mercy. Hallelujah. Therefore will he be exalted that he may have mercy. Well, yet, in these days of his exaltation, if his mercy is not as great as it was, then it's, that's not true. But thank God it is true. His mercy has not been withdrawn. His mercy has not been modified. Now then, Brother Bosworth went on to say, worse yet, others teach that his compassion in healing the sick has been entirely withdrawn. 
Brother Bosworth went on to say, to me it is a mystery how any minister can take a position that veils and interferes with the manifestation of the greatest attribute of deity, God's compassion. That's the greatest attribute of deity, God's compassion, God's mercy, which is divine love in action. Amen. Well, now we read all of these scriptures about him having mercy upon the sick, compassion upon them and healing them. Now, if today in his days of exaltation at the right hand of the Father, if he only has mercy and compassion toward the sinner, then he's only half as merciful as he was when he's here on the earth. I don't believe that, do you? I said, I don't believe that, do you? I tell you, the more I studied the Bible, I've always believed this for a good many years now since I saw it, but the more I studied it, the more I'm convinced that healing belongs to all of us. Amen. I mean, that needs have need of healing. That it's God's will to heal everyone that's sick. Now, that don't mean everyone that's sick is going to get well. They could, but just like it's God's will to heal everybody that's lost. Isn't it? Amen. Now, that don't mean they're all going to be saved, but yet that's God's will. That's God's will. Why don't we preach what God's will is for people? Hallelujah to Jesus. You know, I want his best, don't you? Amen. Now, I used to, and I still do it. I taught my people that. I pastored that at 12 years, and I've said it before, and say it again. 12 years pastoral work never did bury one church member. Now, that doesn't mean that you're going to live forever down here and not going to die, because folks are. But I would teach them I mean, even, even older people in their 70s, in their 80s. Doctors said some of them were going to die. I said, let God heal you and then die if you want to. But don't die like this. God won't get any glory out of that. Now, it's strange when you got them healed, even those 80-some-odd-year-old, when you got them healed, then they didn't want to die. They went on living for a while. I would teach my people as a pastor that it is God's will. That's his best will. I don't mean you're lost or sinner if it doesn't happen to you, but his best is that we live our full length of time out down here below without sickness and without disease and just fall asleep in Jesus. Hallelujah. As an elderly or an old person, because he said, with long life will I satisfy him. Now, if you're satisfied at 60, well, go on home. If you're satisfied at 70, well, then go on home. He said, with long life will I satisfy him. But if you're not satisfied, or if you get to be 80, if you're not satisfied, well, we'll stay around for a while. Amen. And somewhere along up in there, you'll get satisfied and won't go on. Paul did. He said, I'm in a strait betwixt two, having a desire to depart and be with Christ, which is far better. Hallelujah. Now, I used to teach that. See? I, I, you know, and then I went out on the field. I'd teach that, you know, because I'd have day... After a while, right at first it did, but day Bible teaching, sir, more so in the day classes because you had time to get into the Word, you see. And if you present some things at night, well, they didn't get the background, and so it couldn't get the truth, so there's no use of trying to deal there. You deal on a different level. And uh, I'd have pastor after pastor say to him, say, Brother Hagin, I know this much. We're all living beneath our privileges. Well, I'm not just satisfied to say, well, we're living beneath our privileges and then just stay there. That's, that's lazy. Praise God, I want to find out what my privileges and blessings are and benefits and get up there. 
And they'd say to me, now you just set the standard too high. I mean, you just set the goals too high. They can't anybody reach that. Now what they was talking about was this very fact that I'm talking about, you know. Uh, that's God's best. I said, well, you see, if you don't preach God's best, folks won't know about it. Besides that, I said to them, I'd rather set my goals high. Amen. You got something to shoot at then and get half of them than to set it nothing and get all of it. See, a fellow that just says, well, we're all living beneath their privileges. I know that. He's just setting his goal way down here at nothing. And they're already there. And they're, 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 you know, content to stay there. No, bless God, let's find out what God's best and highest is for us. And let's make the commitment and the will, praise God, that we're going to have God's best and we're going to have God's highest. And it takes will and it takes commitment and it takes dedication. Amen. Not just be satisfied to sort of float along with the times. No, I'm on his best. Praise God. Now, notice further there in that same 16th chapter of John's gospel, we, we notice that 7th verse where it said, Jesus said, it's expedient for you. It's profitable for you that I go away. Well, could it be profitable for us if he went away and his healing mercy, his healing mercy was withdrawn or even modified? No, no. All right. Notice in the 13th through the 15th verse, and I'll not take time to read all of them, you can, of the 16th chapter of John. When he, in the 13th verse, he said, the spirit of truth is come. When he, the spirit of truth. Now see, that's the reason that it's expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter of the Holy Ghost, the helper, the paraclete will not come. If I go away, I'll send him to you. Hallelujah. Now, when he's come, when he is come, notice there's several things he mentions here, but one thing I want you to notice, the first part of the 14th verse, Jesus said, he shall glorify me. When he's come, he will glorify me. He shall glorify me. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, Brother Bosworth asked the question. He said, could the Spirit glorify Christ to the sick by telling them that the age of miracles is past? Or that Jesus, since his exaltation, has withdrawn or modified his ministry to the sick. Could the Holy Spirit do that? After Jesus himself promised that he that believeth on me the works that I do, shall he do also, and greater works, and that they're going to do them in this age. Hallelujah. Now, Brother Barsworth went on to say, Has the Spirit come to magnify Christ? by modifying his ministry to the sick and suffering while Jesus is their high priest? No, blessed be God, it is expedient for you that I go away. It's profitable for you. Because you see there, as our high priest, the Bible said in Hebrews 2, 17, wherefore in all things it behooved him to be made like unto his brethren, that he might be a merciful, or the margin reads compassionate, you could translate either way, Greek words is translated both ways, merciful, or in other words, compassionate, and faithful high priest. Hallelujah. Remember what Jesus said? As our high priest, because that's the office he was functioning when he said it there to John on the Isle of Patmos in the first three chapters of Revelation. He said, let him that hear what the Spirit's saying unto the churches. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit's saying. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. 
You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagen, Pastor Hagen, and the rest of the Hagen family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer begins with the three-CD series, Discovering Jesus by Kenneth Hagen. Next in this offer is a CD from Kenneth E. Hagen entitled, Christ the Deliverer. All this for the special price of $18. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. We have a special day coming up. Mm-hmm. It's called International Rhema Day, yes. Sunday, May the 3rd. Yes. And somebody said, well, what is International Rhema Day? Well, it's a day that we've set aside, and we've been doing this for several years now, where individuals, groups, and churches are invited to participate with Rhema for that one day with praying for Rhema. We have yes. 256 campuses in 51 nations and support Rhema with a financial gift mm-hmm. and then to tell others about Rhema That's right. and, and get students here, people that you think that would benefit from coming to Rhema. Yes. That's what International Rhema Day is all about. If you want to know more about it, you can go to rhema.org slash IRD yes. and find out all about it. But we would welcome you as an individual, as a group of people, or as a church to get involved with us on International Rhema Day, and I want to thank you ahead of time for doing that. Tomorrow on Rhema for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagen's life-changing series. That's next time on Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.